There's some classic Buck Owens to get things going for us on the Lone Star Outdoor Show, presented by Lone Star Beer and Hoff Power Polaris. I'm Cable Smith, so glad to be here, talking hunting, fishing, the great outdoors, and all that implies with you fine folks this morning. Another hunting season is upon the horizon. Dove season's only two weeks away. The Texas coast is on fire as trout, redfish, and king mackerel, among other things, are hitting just about everything anglers toss in the water. And, of course, there's always bass that need a good lip ripping. So it's a great time of the year to be an outdoorsman or woman. Uh, and, man, we have got a great show lined up for you today. So y'all know what to do by now. Pour yourself another cup of coffee. Maybe knock that dirt off that old thermos, you know, that, that's still been on there since last duck season. But uh, pour yourself a hot cup of joe, pull up your stool a little closer to the old campfire because we've got a lot to get into today. And off the top, we're going to talk some slabs with six-time crappie angler of Texas, angler of the year, the great Paul Obier, uh, a good friend of our show and uh, the authority on crappie fishing in the Lone Star State. He'll be here, tell us uh, where he's finding crappie and what he's catching them on among other things, so we're looking forward to that. Then a very special in-studio treat when Granger Smith, one of my favorite country artists, uh, a.k.a. Earl Dibbles Jr., the country boy. Uh, yeah, Granger Smith will be here in studio. We'll talk some hunting and fishing with Granger, find out how Earl Dibbles Jr. even came into existence. There's a little funny background on that, and uh, and we'll also hear a couple of tunes as well. And then we'll round out the broadcast today with another in-studio guest, uh, one that I'm very excited about having here with us, uh, bow hunter and archer Philip Morris from Austin, Texas, will be here. See, Philip was born deaf, and yet he has accepted and beaten that challenge. Uh, he's become one heck of a bow hunter, and Philip is going to tell his story through his friend Donnie, who will also be here to interpret as Philip will use sign language uh, to which Donnie will then interpret for us. So that is an overview of what's on the show today. I think it's going to be fantastic. I'm certainly excited about it. I hope you all are as well. A uh, couple things to mention here. We're doing a Costa Del Mar sunglasses giveaway this morning. That's right. One lucky listener is going to get to customize their own pair of Costa Del Mar shades any way they want. Pick out the frame, lens, style, you name it. I've got these promo cards here from our great sponsors over at Costa Del Mar. And here's how we're going to do the giveaway this weekend. Since the show airs in 35 Texas cities every weekend, and some of them air at different times depending on the station, um, anyone who's listening on any of our broadcasts is eligible. All you have to do is text in the name of the Robert Earl Keane song that we play on this morning's broadcast. You'll hear it later on in the show. Just be listening for it. Text in the name of the song. It's one of his classics. You you won't mistake it. I promise you that. Uh, text in the name of that tune to 214-289-7807. That's 214-289-7807 for the text line. And uh, we'll put 
everyone who texts in the correct answer will put all those numbers into a hat and the computer will actually draw it randomly. So uh, that's how we're going to give away the Costa Del Mar Shades. All you have to do is be listening uh, for that Robert Earl Keane tune that we will play later on in the broadcast. Uh, what else here? Don't forget our photo of the month contest for August is rocking and rolling. And we've had over 300 photo submissions so far this month. And I expect we'll get a couple hundred more since we're giving away that Mossberg 930 Duck Commander Signature Series Semi-Automatic 12-Gauge Shotgun. That's a mouthful, but uh, it's one heck of a, a sweet prize that we've got to give away this month, uh, thanks to our friends over at Mossberg. Uh, and so all you have to do is email me your best outdoor photo. Send it to Lone Star Outdoor Show at gmail.com. Uh, I'll have our sponsors help us select about 75 finalists at the end of the month, and we'll put those finalists up on the website and have a fan vote. person with the most votes wins the shotgun. It's that simple. And then uh, our 12 monthly winners from 2014 will square off at the end of the year for a chance to join me at the lovely Coons Canyon Ranch in Rock Springs, Texas for our 2014 Photo of the Year Grand Prize Hunt Package uh, and one lucky listener, our Photo of the Year winner, will get to hunt trophy axis deer or black buck with me down at Coons Canyon Ranch. So send in your best outdoor photos. Email them to Lone Star Outdoors Show at gmail.com. Uh, let's knock out a quick break here. We've got so much to get into this morning. When we come back, we're talking big slab daddy crappie with Paul O'Beer. You're listening to the Lone Star Outdoors Show. I was just 17. When the highway called Mama said, boy, don't send me no tears back to Wichita Falls Hey y'all, Chris Letzinger, online sales manager at Cinnamon Creek Ranch here reminding you, we're not your typical archery club. We're a one-of-a-kind archery facility with indoor and outdoor ranges, full pro shop, and six different 3D courses. Cinnamon Creek was designed by hunters for hunters. Located in Roanoke, Texas, we have over 200 3D targets to hone your archery skills. Call 817-439-8998 or visit us at cinnamoncreekranch.com to visit our new online store. That's cinnamoncreekranch.com. Cable Smith here for The Seat Shop. That outdoor lifestyle we all love, yeah, it can be pretty rough on the interior of our trucks. That's why I trust my friends at The Seat Shop. Is your driver's seat ripped where you slide in and out of your truck or SUV? They can replace that one cover and the new leather is guaranteed to match your factory interior. Or if you want to overhaul your full front row or your entire interior like I did, The Seat Shop can definitely take care of you. And if you're looking for something to protect your leather, they've got the new Carhartt seat covers as well. Perfect for hauling gear, guns, and dogs around. Guys, The Seat Shop is a great family-owned company who really knows their stuff, and their old-fashioned customer service is a hard thing to find these days. I had a great time working with them, and I know you will too. So visit theseatshop.com or give them a call at 214-710-2565 today. Ben Lofton Fencing is Texas' premier fencing company. They apply a design-it-right, build-it-right-the-first-time mindset to all projects. And with 15-plus years' experience, there's no job they won't tackle. Ben Lofton Fencing specializes in deer and exotic game fences, breeder and handling facilities, water gaps, as well as farm and ranch fences, and corrals and working pens. Better Business Bureau certified, they offer the quality and personal service you expect. So for your next fencing project, go Texan and call Mr. Lofton himself at 254-709-1320 or visit benloftonfencing.com. 
Hey, North Texas sports fans. This is Brian Spagnola, general manager of Texas Motor Cars in Addison. My family's been in the car business for over 50 years, and I want to show you the difference in buying from a family-owned and operated business. TexasMotorCars.com is an awesome website that lets you do virtually all of your shopping online. We have a professional photographer that takes amazing photos, and we give you all the information that you'll need up front. You can even find out how much we will give you for your trade-in before you ever come in. I take pride in the fact you can come in, choose a car, and be out in less than an hour. We have financing rates starting at 1.79% on pre-owned vehicles and can help almost anybody. Please do yourself a favor. If you're in the market for a pre-owned vehicle of any kind, give us a shot. Let me show you how easy buying a vehicle should be. Visit TexasMotorCars.com or come visit our 20,000-square-foot indoor showroom in Addison. Again, visit TexasMotorCars.com or call us at 1-888-9-TX-MOTORS. Rockwall Marine is North Texas' premier boat dealership, offering the finest lineup of fishing boats anywhere. Mercury, Yamaha, Evinrude, Bass Cat, Alumacraft, and War Eagle, also specializing in all aspects of rigging, from power poles and electronics to motors and trolling motors. So whether you're looking for a new or used boat, parts or service, Rockwall Marine is your one-stop boating center and the nation's number one Bass Cat dealer in 2013. Call Tommy Yetz at 972-771-4442 or visit rockwallmarine.com. Gonna stand my ground, won't be turned around, and I'll keep this world from dragging me down. Gonna stand my ground, and I won't back down. All right, Cable Smith welcoming everybody back to the Lone Star Outdoors show presented by Lone Star Beer and Hoff Power Polaris. Hope everyone's having a great weekend. Thanks for being here, talking outdoors with me today as we're about to get into my favorite tasting freshwater fish, likely many of y'all's out there listening today as well. Uh, But first, this segment proudly brought to you by STI Guns. Based out of Georgetown, Texas, they've got a full line of 1911 and 2011 style pistols in all manner of calibers. So if you're in the market for a handgun, do what I did. Check them out at STIGuns.com and go Texan. Go STI. Uh, Well, let's go ahead and talk some slabs here with perhaps the Lone Star State's finest crappie fisherman. He's a longtime friend of our show, and it's my pleasure to welcome Paul O'Beer back to the broadcast. Well, thanks for having me here today. You betcha. And we're going to talk some crappie fishing here momentarily, uh, find out you know exactly where you're finding the fish and what they're biting. But first, uh, let's talk a little bit about crappie anglers of Texas and the tournament trail uh, that your club has. Uh, you know, I was just looking at the standings, and you've got a new partner this year in George Nealon. Uh, but the results haven't changed. You're sitting atop the Angler of the Year, actually uh, just winning, I believe, what, your sixth title in seven seasons? Six out of seven, yes, sir. Wow, man. <laughs> I mean, that's better than Kevin Van Dam right there. Uh, but, you know, as far as switching partners, uh, you you fished with Gary Sims for such a long time. I know uh, his mother was having health issues this year, so he actually didn't fish the tournament trail. Uh, you fished with George. And so what was that like, having a new guy in the boat? We both fish quite a bit alike. Uh, we both, he's got some new ideas. And, man, you know, when you have an old fishing partner like Gary was, me and him just kind of, we knew what we were going to do every day when we went to the lake. And George brings some new ideas to the lake. Sometimes they work, sometimes they don't. But it, it's it's been a 
been a good year. We've had a lot of fun. Uh, we, we've struggled at times and then we think, you know, we've done really bad and we go to the scales and we're right there at the top again. And I'm thinking, boys, other people really must have struggled today if we struggle as bad as we did. So it's, it's been a learning curve and, uh, I'm looking forward to fishing with him again next year. So, uh, I hope it all continues again. Very well. And Paul, uh, for folks out there who are not familiar with the Crappie Anglers of Texas Club and, and Tournament Trail, uh, talk a little bit about you know the number of tournaments you guys have. And also, I know the state championship is coming up mid-September on Lake Palestine, so that's right around the corner too. Yes, sir. We have a board of directors, and there's seven of us on the board of directors, and every year this time of the year we start looking at lakes for next year. But we start our tournament trail in January, and we fish six tournaments, sometimes five, but most times six tournaments. And then in uh, September, we always have our state championship. Uh, next year, we're, we're, uh, we haven't finalized anything, but we pretty much got the lake set. And uh, we have two divisions where you have a pro division or we have a tournament trail on the other side. It's just for people who want to get fishing and start fishing tournaments and maybe work their way up, see if they like it or not. It's a little less expensive to fish that side of it. So and we have a, we have a state champion and and uh, tournament of, or angler of the year in both divisions, so uh, it, it's a pretty neat club. And we've got uh, about 240 members right now. And wow, y'all are growing. Yes, we have a monthly meeting. We just had our Tuesday night. We had a meeting at the Carrollton Library, and we have that all posted on our website. You can go to Crappie Anglers of Texas, and uh, you can look at all our front page, and it shows what all we do and uh, last last uh, Tuesday night, our guest speaker was Wally Marshall. So we usually have a real a fine guest for each meeting, and you know we have Lawrence people there, and we give a bunch of door prizes away, and it's it's a pretty neat deal. Oh, Mr. Crappie, yeah, I ran into Wally at ICAST in Orlando, and uh, yeah, always loved visiting with him. Yeah, Wally, he's he's been a friend of mine for we fish together and drove all over the country together for over 20 years so <laughs> i've known him a long time yeah yeah talk about the weigh-in uh as far as you know the tournament format as you know how many fish do you bring to the scales that kind of stuff at one of our tournaments we start fishing usually at 7 a.m and we fish till two o'clock and you have till 2 30 to be in the weigh-in line and you can only bring seven fish to the scales and they have to be alive uh, we'll weigh the fish and we got a board for each division and got your name up on the board and all the weights are tallied and we pay one in five spots so if you got 20 teams you pay four spots and uh, every, all the money that that's brought into the the entry fees is paid back plus about a hundred percent more because we give all kinds of prizes away we give away uh for the smallest stringer we give away for just out of the money we give a we give awards away for closest to eight pounds, and you know, it's, our club has got a really bunch of good sponsors, and they really stand behind us. And the people in the club really use the sponsors, and you know, it's a win-win for both of us. And uh, starting this club back in when we did seven years ago, you know, our expectations were to have about fifty or sixty people, and sure enough, you know, one year there we had over three hundred members, and. Uh, you know, I think the economy's down a little bit right now. It's kind of hurt us, but we're still running about 240 members. Uh huh. Uh huh. And we video all our we video all our meetings, and we have that online for where people that's members that can't come to the meetings can 
get online and watch the meeting. Mm-hmm. And you guys fish uh, all over Texas. You'll you'll pick the five or six lakes plus the state championship, like we mentioned. And and uh, you know it's uh, you guys fish quite a few different areas of the state. Um, but let's talk about those big slab daddies and what they're doing right now. It's late summer, uh, so I guess Paul, you know, talk a little bit about where the fish are staging, uh, if they're relating to structure, how deep you're finding them, and kind of just break that down. Well, I'll, I'll pick three lakes that we've been fishing. One is Texoma, one is Ray Roberts, and one is Fork. At Fork, we're catching a lot of fish on standing timber in 15 to 22 foot water, fishing about 14, 15 foot down. Mm-hmm. And we're using uh, most of the time jigs, and we sometimes we'll tip the jig with a minnow, but most of the time we'll just catch them on straight jigs. Uh, Ray Roberts, on the other hand, I'm catching a lot of fish. I had a trip, a couple of trips. I want to. I got time to tell you a little quick story, Donna. Sure. Uh, my best friend Damon Malone. He he. We've been we grew up together, and uh, him and his wife called me out of the blue about two weeks ago, and it was her birthday, and her name's Mona, and she wanted to go fishing on her birthday. So we we loaded up and we went to Ray Roberts. And I told him it was kind of slow fishing, you know, for the summertime over there. But we were in anyway, and we we caught 20 or 30, you know, keeper or dinks and throwbacks, and we caught catfish and everything else. And we had pretty nice stringer crappie, keeper crappie. And uh, I pulled up on this tree, and I told her, I said, drop it right there by that tree. Well, she did, and she instantly caught a couple right in a row. And I said, well, I'll, I'll put it on the other side of the tree. And I dropped down over on the other side of the tree, and I caught one that probably go between a pound or a pound and a quarter and was reeling it up, and a bass chased it up to the top. <laughs> and this bass looked like it might weigh three, and three, three and a half pounds. Well, I told her, I said, drop it back in there right quick. Well, she did, and she caught that bass. <laughs> and she reeled it in, and I took the bass off, and I just throwed it back in the water. And she looked at me like I was fixing to die. She told Damon I throwed back her six-pound bass. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's funny. But, but we we had a great time. And uh, like I say, we're fishing over at uh, Ray Roberts. We're catching them in 13 to 18 to 20-foot water. And they're suspended, usually about 10 to 11 to 12-foot deep mm-hmm. uh, using jigs. But over there at Ray Roberts, you'll catch a whole lot more fish if you either use straight minnows or tip your jig with a minnow. And what I mean by tipping a jig is take the hook of your jig and stick it underneath the minnow's chin and bring it out the top of his head, and mm-hmm. that way he can swim freely. And it really seems to work at Ray Roberts. Ray Roberts is is getting a lot better. The fish are getting some meat on them because, you know, after in the summertime, after they spawn, they get skinny out there, and all they're doing is eating shad trying to get fattened back up. And right now they're really they're really starting to put a little weight back on. Uh, Texoma, on the other hand, if you're fishing over ten foot deep, you're fishing too deep. Hmm. We're fishing brush piles in Texoma in two to ten foot water, and catching some really good numbers of fish. I had a well, Gary, a friend of mine, went yesterday. Him and a buddy of his, and they had forty good fish yesterday. Wow! So Texoma is really good. Uh, fishing the big mineral arm lakes actually come back up a little and. And Texoma is really, really starting to get better. Awesome, awesome. So, we're, we're talking about you know late summer right now, um, and I just want to ask you as far as 
the pace that you are jigging, does that change whether, you know, say compared to cold uh, weather months or is it always the same? Oh, uh, you know, in the, in the fall or, I mean, are the fish lethargic the... right now? Cause it's gotten a lot harder. I mean, we had a pretty mild summer across Texas, but last two weeks, man, it started, it's, it's got, it seems like it's, you know, usually supposed to be, it's gotten the triple digits and I'm just wondering how that affects the, uh, the bite. Actually, I found right now, we pull up on a tree, as soon as you drop it down there, if there's one there, they knock a dog out of it. <laughs> you catch the fish. And if you catch two or three in a row, you might as well just move on to the next tree. Hmm. They, they're hitting it really aggressive. And, uh, uh, that's why I'm saying there's been a lot of bait around the trees and that's, that's what they're doing. They're, eat, they're eating that shad. It's around those trees. And well, you find a tree that's got shad around it and you get ready cause they're going to bite. Hmm. Uh, it's, it's kind of like right now really is, uh, more like in May when they first, after they spawn, they pull out on the trees and you can drop anything around them then and they'll not just, just nail it. Right. And I have found I have found it everywhere I've went fishing here lately. The morning bite is better than the in the afternoon bite for some reason, and I, I haven't quite figured that part out. I wish I knew all that stuff. I'd be a millionaire if I could figure <laughs> all that kind of stuff out. That's why they call it fishing instead of catching. That's right. That's right. Well, six out of the last uh, crappie anglers of Texas angler of the year titles. You're doing something right, man. Uh, last question for you, Paul. Uh, yes, sir. Color jig skirt that you are having the most success on right now. I'm using two different color baits on all three lakes. Uh, my favorite right now is a black and chartreuse solid body tube jig, mm -hmm. and it's made by Rocky Tops, and they're out of Warsaw, Missouri. And the other bait is the uh, Lake Fork Green Glow or Chartreuse Glow, actually is what it's all called. And it's in the Baby Shad series. And the Lake Fork baits have really been impressing me here lately. Well, all right, Paul. Great stuff today, as always, my friend. Uh, if folks want to find out more info on the Crappie Anglers of Texas, they can just go to crappieanglersoftexas.com. I know you guys are always welcoming new members. Man, Paul, it has been too long since we wet a line together. And by that, I mean it's been too long since you took me fishing. So how about we go get on some of those slabs next week? All you got to do is call. We'll be on the water. I'm going to do it. We'll talk to you soon, Paul. Thanks again, brother. Thank you. All right. There he goes, our good friend, Paul O'Beer, six-time Crappie Anglers of Texas Angler of the Year. Let's take a quick break here. Coming up next, a very special in-studio treat. Uh, one of my favorite country artists. Uh, he's also an Aggie, an avid outdoorsman, and he's got a white trash, redneck, hillbilly, dips-fitting alter ego that goes by the name of Earl Dibbles Jr. The one and only Granger Smith joins us in studio coming up next only on the Lone Star Outdoor Show. Cable Smith here with my good friend Craig Smith, owner of Game Guard Outdoors. And you know, Craig, GameGuard Camouflage has been concealing Texas hunters for over a decade now. And this fall, we're equally as excited about the brand new and revolutionary Gulf Coast Cooler, uh, the first modular cooler system ever to hit the market. Yeah, Cable, we're excited about it. It truly is a modular system. And now a guy doesn't have to have 
three or four different coolers. He can have one cooler that he can attach another one to it. We have wheel wheel attachments that snap onto the cooler to get it to and from the boat. And with a lot more attachments to follow this season. Well, we're certainly looking forward to using ours in the field this fall. And Cable, we want to we want to thank our customers again. This is our 11th season, and and uh, things just keep getting better. And we appreciate every one of them. Well, we appreciate you, Craig. And for more information, y'all visit GulfCoastCooler.com. Lone Star 4x4 has everything you need to customize your Jeep, truck, or SUV the way you want it. They install lift kits, leveling kits, wheels, tires, bedliners, as well as color match spray line accessories, full exterior sprayed vehicles, fenders, steps, LED lights, light bars, car audio, brush guards, steel bumpers, goosenecks, toolboxes, performance exhaust, you name it, they have it. No job is too big or too small at Lone Star 4x4. Call 940-484-5500 or visit LoneStar4x4.com. That's LoneStar4BY4.com or check out their most recent builds on Facebook. I'm Craig Boddington. I'd like to invite you to become a member of Dallas Safari Club, one of the world's leading hunting and conservation organizations. As a member, you'll receive Game Trails magazine, a monthly newsletter, and invitations to our monthly meetings and special activities. Join Dallas Safari Club, an international organization based in Dallas, supporting hunting and conservation worldwide. For more information, call 800-9-GO-HUNT or visit our website at www.biggame.org. BioBore EB is the premier gasoline additive that combats the negative effects ethanol has on an engine. Its comprehensive formula is designed to protect marine engines and marine environments, yet also works great in all two- and four-stroke engines. It prevents phase separation and ethanol-related engine problems while stabilizing fuel for 18 months. BioBore's detergents also clean the entire fuel system of carbon and varnishes. BioBore EB has the best treat rate in the industry. One ounce treats an amazing 15 gallons of gas. Available at your local sporting goods store or visit BioBore.com today. Howdy folks, I'm Lee Hoffbear for Hoffbear's Outdoor Superstore in Gulfway, Texas. We hope you love listening to the Lone Star Outdoor Show, because we do, and we're proud to be a title sponsor. Now listen up, we here at Hoffbear Outdoor Superstore have got some great deals for you folks that love the great outdoors. Whether you're needing a brand new Polaris ATV, or maybe a Polaris Ranger to ride around check your deer feeders, get to and from the deer blind, maybe to get you down to the dove patch, whatever your needs are, we can fix you up with a brand new Polaris today. Now we're also a New Holland tractor and equipment dealer. Now I'm just speculating, but maybe you need a new tractor and shredder to shred around your deer blinds, maybe clean up around deer camp, or maybe even shred a few lanes in the old sunflower pack. Now, we've got lots more than just Polaris and New Holland, so come check us out today. Hoffbauer's Outdoor Superstore in Gulfway, Texas. You can check us out on the web at hpolaris.com. Better yet, just come see us. Highway 84 West in Gulfway, Texas, and in Central Texas for over 48 years now. And folks, we couldn't have stuck around this long. We were steering you wrong. Howdy, this is Robert Earl Keen, and you're listening to the Lone Star Outdoor Show. We stepped out onto the golden sand. The sun was high and burning down. Rented donkeys from an old blind man. Saddled up and rode to town. Tied an all-time classic from the Lone Star Outdoor Show's own Robert Earl Keen bringing us back on this morning's presentation. Special thanks to our presenting sponsors, Lone Star Beer and Hoff Power Polaris. I'm Cable Smith, your host. Thank you for being here with me today. I do appreciate you. Uh, we are about to be joined by one of my favorite country artists. Uh, he's a real hoot, too. He's got an alter ego that most of you are probably familiar with. But first, this segment is proudly brought to you by Lone Star Beer, the national beer of Texas, available once again this hunting season in the Game Guard camo can. 
Grab a 12-pack on your way to the lease, fill that Gulf Coast cooler up with ice-cold Lone Star beer, and celebrate that opening day limit of dove, or you know, maybe uh, you shot a couple boxes of shells and only got a couple dove, but either way, there's no better way to cool off and celebrate a great day spent afield than with an ice-cold Lone Star beer. Lone Star beer, the national beer of Texas. Uh, well, our next guest... Uh, he's got, man, a lot of irons in the fire. Uh, he's one of my favorite Texas country artists. Uh, well, I guess he's actually pretty popular on the national scene as well. Uh, and he's got an alter ego by the name of Earl Dibbles Jr. <laughs> that has become quite a phenomenon, uh, to say the least. But uh, joining us now in studio, it is my pleasure to welcome the great Granger Smith to the show. Thanks. Yeah, it's good to be here. You betcha. And yeah, we've been trying to work this out for some time. Um, just kind of had to catch you as you were swinging through the North Texas area, uh, which by the way, y'all are just wrapping up a very extensive tour. Uh, I think maybe your biggest tour ever. So you've been pounding the pavement pretty hard. Yeah. Yeah. It's this, um, this year, these last two years I've toured more than I ever have in my life. And, um, and so it's been, it's been a learning process of learning how to, you know, everything from packing clothes to, to, um, how to handle just the not sleeping and, and, uh, and what we're eating, the limited food <laughs> choices that we get out there. Um, but, but overall it's, and on the other, the main thing is, is, you know, dealing with family and, and flying back home when I can, we'll see a couple of days off and I'll try to make it to the nearest Southwest airline city and, and fly back for 24 hours or 48 hours and juggling all that but it's been it's been a dream come true and it's been a lot of fun right on yeah you've got uh two little ones yeah and uh i know that uh you know being a new parent myself it, yeah you start missing them mm-hmm. even when i'm just gone for you know a couple of days on a hunting trip yeah, by, uh, definitely. by the end of it yeah ready to see them again um now you're originally from the dfw area yes went to lake highlands high school and then had a spell in Nashville. Mm-hmm. So where do you hang your hat I, now? I moved to College Station, mm-hmm. and then Nashville, and then back to College Station. And then currently my wife and I are, are in Round Rock. We've been in Round Rock for the last uh, just over four years. Right on. Awesome. Love that country. Um, lots of deer out there, too. Yeah. Yeah, there are. A lot, we, we see a lot deer right around where we live a lot. Yeah. And I, I, not a lot of great uh, yeah. antlers out there, but yeah. I know – you know, your family, uh, you all have your own place and mm-hmm. have, uh, have actually been growing some, some pretty nice deer here. Uh, what I think you told me 200 inch deer even. Yeah. Yeah. We, we started in, uh, um, my parents bought the place and moved out there in the mid nineties. And then, um, we started, we high fenced it. It's about 400 acres, high fenced it. And, uh, my dad and brothers and I culled it off in the late nineties and then brought in some pregnant South Texas deer and one buck breeder buck at the time and then we we tagged those doe and then and then let them live out their lives and and breed as much as they they could um we never shot the the breeder buck uh-huh. he ended up just dying somewhere <laughs> uh, which is kind of cool and um and then we've been working ever since so that's you know what 15 16 17 years now of that and we're finally seeing it's it got to the point just just recently where we didn't recognize a deer uh-huh. you know you'd see a deer walk out into the pasture out into a sendera and, and you go i've never seen him before and that was exciting because 10 years before that you know exactly who's walking out and where and where they like to where they like to go right on so right it's on. good right now it's cool to see the progress 
Well, Granger, your most recent record, Dirt Road Driveway, uh, it's been highly successful, not just in Texas, but nationally as well. The last single, uh, Miles and Mud Tires, hit number one on TMC. Uh, and then Silverado Bench Seat uh, featured fellow Aggie and your buddy uh, Johnny Football. Yeah. And that was all over ESPN last year. And, uh, you know, I'm looking at your schedule. You're touring Kansas, uh, a bunch of other Midwestern states, and, and really getting out there. It's been it's been county fair season in the Midwest, so that's we've been doing that. Um, it feels awesome to be back in Texas tonight, and uh, the next three shows are in Texas, and then we set off for the Northeast and the East Coast for uh, what's going to be my my longest tour yet. So How long we're is that? Gear one? Up for that, that will be um, just over a month. Oh, wow, yeah. awesome, awesome. Right? Well, uh, the current single "If Money Didn't Matter" is working its way up uh, the TMC chart as well. And uh, I guess we can go ahead and spin that one here. Yeah, let's do it. All right, y'all check it out. Granger's latest single, If Money Didn't Matter. If money didn't matter, I'd buy a brand new Chevrolet. And I'd burn up a full tank on a sunset back road. If money didn't matter, I'd buy a house out on the lake. With a boat dock on the bank. Oh, but deep down I know. That's not like going home at night Pulling in a dirt road driveway Falling in the arms of a girl I love I know who I am, I'm a rich man Every single day Because if money didn't matter It wouldn't matter anyway If money didn't matter I quit working and so hard I smoke a bunch of sweet cigars and a chair out on the beach If money didn't matter I'd buy a seat on a big jet See the places I haven't yet But if you weren't with me That's not like going home at night Pulling in a dirt road driveway Falling in the arms of a girl I love I know who I am I'm a rich man Every single day
right, man. Love that one. Money Didn't Matter, the latest from Granger Smith. Great stuff. Thank you. You bet. Well, hey, we do need to take a quick break. Y'all don't go anywhere, though. Uh, Granger's going to stick around for another segment. We're going to talk uh, some whitetail hunting. We'll get into a little predator conversation as well. Uh, and then find out a little bit of the history behind Earl Dibbles Jr., how he came to be. All that's coming up next. You're listening to the Lone Star Outdoor Show. It's the Hunter's Extravaganza, presented by the Texas Trophy Hunters Association at the Will Rogers Center. This weekend, see the latest blinds, feeders, rifles, bows, optics, ATVs, and more. Compete in the annual deer competition and 3D archery tournament. Meet Jerry Campbell, Dallas Cowboy Cheerleaders, the Big Man, Miss Kansas, Teresa Vale, and Dr. James Scroll. Lots of family fun, including Joe Martin's Snakes of Texas. The Hunter's Extravaganza, this weekend at the Will Rogers Center. Go to Hunter'sExtravaganza.com for more info. The Central Flyway migration of ducks and geese is going to be epic. And if your trigger finger is getting that itch, then give Ed Hansen of Hansen Outdoors a call. Now booking trips in the Northeast Texas area. Hunt lakes like Cooper or Lake Fork for $150 a gun or hunt Ed's private honey holes for $200 a gun. You'll also enjoy amazing dog work with Retriever Champion Lead. Isn't that right, Lead? Visit HansenOutdoors.net to book your trip today or give Ed a call at 903-521-4595. Kids under 15, hunt free. Hansen Outdoors also now booking September Dove and early teal trips. Rockwall Gun Club is North Texas' premier shooting facility, offering both indoor and outdoor ranges, including a unique 500-yard rifle range. If shotgunning's your thing, then check out the 18-station clay course. Opening summer 2014, Rockwall Gun Club is offering special introductory, family, and corporate membership rates for founding members. Located at 15950 State Highway 205, you can also visit rockwallgunclub.com or call 972-215-6902. Rockwall Gun Club, the private shooting experience. At Frost, we could talk to you about our 24-7 online banking. Or we could talk to you about our more than 1,100 ATMs across Texas. We can even talk to you about our mobile banking app that lets you pay bills, transfer funds, and deposit checks from anywhere. But at the end of the day, there's nothing we enjoy more than to just talk to you. Thank you for calling Frost. How may I help you? We're here with the technology and convenience you want and the service you deserve. Frost. Banking. Investments. Insurance. Larson Electronics is a Texas-based lighting company that's been outfitting the United States military since the 1960s. And while they continue to support our troops, they also now have over 200 lights ideal for your hunting and fishing needs. Like the 35-watt HID camouflage Go Light Striker with remote that's 15 million candle power in the palm of your hand. Ideal for predator and hog hunting, they also have remote-controlled floodlights, feeder lights, and LED boat lights. Visit LarsonElectronics.com and go Texan with Larson Electronics for all your lighting needs. Do you have a hog problem at your ranch or deer lease? We have the solution. The System Hog Trap comes in two sizes, 17-foot and 30-foot diameter traps. After you trap the hogs, take the top section off the trap and use it for another feeder site to keep the hogs away from the feeder. The System is both a trap and a deer food plot fence. That way you don't waste your money on just a hog trap. Call 940-391-3669 or visit www.goinfencing.com. That's goinfencing.com. I'm Earl Dibbles Jr. I'm a country boy. You're listening to the Lone Star Outdoor Show. I wake up, put a dip in, crack a cold one, put my boots in my overalls on. This is the country boy song. I like to gig frogs, like the good hogs, like to swim in the creek with my bird dog. Uh-huh. 
That is Earl Dibbles Jr. bringing us back on the Lone Star Outdoor Show. Presented by Lone Star Beer and Hoff Power Polaris. I'm your host, Cable Smith. Thank you so much for stopping in this morning. I do appreciate you. And we've actually got the creator of Earl Dibbles Jr. Granger Smith is still here in studio with us today. Uh, And uh, we've got a lot more to get into with Granger. But first... This segment probably brought to you by Sendero Seed Company, Texas' premier seed company. They've got anything and everything you need to keep your whitetail herd happy and healthy, including the Dr. Deer-backed Buckford Jotes. Check them out at SenderoSeed.com or call my buddy Rob Hughes at 1-877-610-SEED today. That's Sendero Seed Company for all your planting needs. Well, picking it back up here with Granger, who was nice enough to stick around through the break. Uh, you know, we talked about the latest record, Dirt Road Driveway, uh, which has done very well for you um, here in Texas and on the national scene. Obviously, with this uh, busy touring schedule that you and Earl Dibbles Jr. are keeping up, uh, I imagine it's pretty tough to find time to really enjoy your other passion, which, of course, is the great outdoors. Um, The last two years have been the first time when I've really picked up touring, where where we're gone for two, three, four weeks in a row. Um, before that, I was kind of the weekend warrior. We'd, we'd play Thursday, Friday, Saturday gigs and al- almost always be home Sunday, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, um, which was perfect for deer hunting and, and duff hunting <laughs> and fishing. Um, but I, just as I've learned to, to handle family and everything else that goes on with the touring, um, I'm hoping to learn how to accommodate hunting because, you know, my tour manager, Chris, and I, we get offers all the time. People always say, man, we've got a place out here in Nebraska that, you know, we've got some big bucks if you guys want to go. And, and, um, usually we don't, it's hard to figure out how to make that work schedule wise. But, but I think if we got a little creative, I'm thinking that here within this year, maybe even this, this season, uh, we'll be able to get on some, some pretty cool hunts while we're on tour and just, you know, (laughs) two birds, one stone. Right. Well, so what is your favorite uh, species on. I was probably deer. I don't yeah, know. Yeah, I think I think whitetail. Um, just because it's so familiar, and uh, it's same with rifle. I think rifles is my my choice of and with whitetail. Um, just because that that's that was the first thing I did when I was little, and uh-huh. um, before I was hunting, I was with my dad watching him hunt, and you know, in the deer blind and tree stands, and um, so just because it's so familiar, I think that's my favorite. And uh, but. But I, I'm down for anything. Right. I love shooting a coyote too, like we <laughs> talked about earlier. Yeah, that's uh, that's that's pretty thrilling to turn on that predator call and, and mm-hmm. have those dogs just, I mean, yeah, sprinting right at you. Yeah, and I like to roll them up with the shotgun. I prefer to shoot them with the shotgun because you know you get them you can. close. Yeah, enough, you know, uh, always carry one of each. I learned yeah. that the hard way. First time we went, uh, the first time I went predator hunting, I took Zane Williams with me, another Texas country mm-hmm. guy. Yeah. Uh, and he had just gotten a brand new shotgun, and he was like, should I bring the shotgun? I was like, no, dude, I got a rifle for you. We're just going to go out there with rifles, and we're going to kill these coyotes. There's, this place is loaded up with mm. them. Turn on the call. I was new to it. It was about four or five years ago. Here comes this coyote sprinting right in. And we're looking through our scopes at it, and it's moving so fast. You know, we couldn't ever even see couldn't it. get in the scope. scope. And I was like, Zane, I, why do you have your shotgun? <laughs> <What is> the <laughs> shotgun. <laughs> yeah, so, uh, but yeah, predator hunting's a, a lot of fun. Uh, as far as fishing, do you like bass, crappie, catfish? I mean, uh, what's your I, preference? I, my preference is bass. I, I enjoy uh, I enjoy the fight a little bit. Um, I do like sitting up late and you know under a full moon and doing some catfishing. But uh, but also uh, 
you know, I just, I love the, the quick action of the bass. Right. What is your most uh, memorable hunting or fishing memory? Um, put you on the spot. Yeah. Um, it would probably be a couple different stories you know, for fishing. Um, I, I've had some really fun summers as a kid, uh, red fishing down in South Padre Island in the Bay. Mm-hmm. I'm going down there next weekend. Oh man. Can't yeah. wait. Yeah. Trout bites on fire. We're going to try to get into redfish, but yeah, I mean, same thing, trout, yeah. flounder, mm-hmm. it's all, you know, the same bait. And, yeah. um, that's just so fun. And once you hook a big red and it's, it goes up under the boat and, and all around you and it's, you know, it's a big ordeal and it's, to me, it's like everything the bass does on steroids. Oh yeah. You know, so that's fun. So some of those, uh, as far as fishing, I get sick going deep sea. So I, I don't yeah. ever have successful deep sea fishing trips. Um, I have, I've had some really fun memories as a kid with, with, uh, my brothers and dad out and, uh, we used to go to this place outside of Corsicana and, um, back in those years when it was just rain, the really, really rainy summers and you can get weighed out there in the, in the middle and, uh, just pulling out bass with every cast. Um, and as far as whitetail, um, I've had, I've had just a lot of, a lot of good trips out there. Um, you know. If you could, if you can get a buck and and uh, and have to track him for a while, and uh, if you especially if you're not sitting in a blind and he doesn't come to a feeder, then you actually have to track him and and do some real hunting. Those are those are great stories to tell. Yeah, no doubt about that. Uh, yeah, the harder you you have to work for them, the more memorable they yeah. are when you yeah. look at that mount on your wall. Um, <clears throat> well, let's talk a little bit about uh, Earl Dibbles here, Earl yeah. Dibbles Jr., country boy. Yeah. Uh, when you started your alter ego, I mean, did you, you had you couldn't have known how no, I didn't how amazing this was going to be. How many people were going to gravitate towards this no, redneck? No, no clue. <laughs> yeah, it was a it was a surprise to all of us. Um, it's it's at this same ranch that I was just talking about. That's where that's Earl's house is out there. It's a, it's a, an abandoned house hadn't been lived in since the 1940s. Wow. And um, and we were making a bunch of YouTube videos at the time. And this was another character that was kind of represented some of my uncles, some of my mom's <laughs> brothers. I don't think they listen to this show, so we're good. Uh, but some of those stories that Earl tells, it's exactly the stories that the, my uncles would sit down and tell me, you know, kind of hybrids of those stories. Right. And so we did it uh, in an effort just to be funny and promote a record that was going to come out, a new album. And that, that sucker just went viral, and we've been chasing ever since. Uh-huh. And, and – uh Earl actually has, I think, more Twitter followers than you do. A lot more, yes. <laughs> That's crazy. That is crazy. Um, well, I know something else that you're very passionate about is our military. You've played in Iraq. Two, three times, mm-hmm. multiple times, Kuwait as well. Uh, and then that kind of uh, led you to founding the uh, annual boot walk. If you want to tell us a little bit about that. Sure. I was following along on social media. I haven't participated, but it uh, looks like a really cool deal. Yeah, um, we've done those tours in Iraq, and and I wanted to come back and do something over here, um, something that I had such a good feeling over there of helping out that I wanted other people to to join in on that and find something to do over here. And so we started this hundred mile walk. It's from South Austin to Fort Hood, and that's where it's been the last four years. And we'll walk over the course of five days in combat boots to raise money to give back to the soldiers returning home. That's a great thing you're doing there. But uh, I guess before we wrap things up here, uh, we can spin another song off the latest record. 
Well, I've got a new album coming out, and oh, um, I was gonna and ask you I've about got that a next, song yeah. about deer hunting, but I don't have it yet because I haven't recorded it yet. It would be perfect. <laughs> it would be perfect for this. But uh, you know, let's uh, let's let's do the most we could relate to. Uh, we do it in a field. All right, on. Since we're talking about some hunting here, awesome. We'll play that one. Well, here it is. We do it in a field. In the little bitty towns between map dots, we don't tailgate in a parking lot. We bump down dirt roads and jacked up trucks, far from the bars and smoky nightclubs. We do it in a field, rocking all night till the sun comes up. We got a hundred blue cans sitting on ice in the back of my truck, and George Strait blaring in a Chevrolet. We open up the doors wide and let it play. We do it in a field, rocking all night till the sun comes up. This old truck hood makes a pretty good seat. Got my feet on the bumper, sipping on a drink. And not too long, we'll take it down to the creek. The ice cold water will set you free. We it in a field, rocking all night till the sun comes up. We got a hundred blue cans sitting all night in the back of my truck. And George Strait blaring in a Chevrolet. We open up the doors wide and let it play. We do it in a field, rocking all night till the sun comes up. Top about 2 a.m. We go sneaking off. We got a spot beneath a cottonwood tree, and she knows what she's gonna do to me. We do it in a field, rocking all night till the sun comes up. We got a hundred blue cans sitting on ice in the back of my truck. Yeah, we do it in a field, rocking all night. Till the sun comes up We got a hundred blue cans Sitting all night In the back of my pickup truck George Strait blaring in a Chevrolet We open up the doors wide And let it play We do it in a field Rocking all night Till the sun comes up Love the whole record, and uh, it's a new record though. You mentioned it just a second ago. Yeah. What well, expectations? Yeah. Uh, I was hoping you weren't going to ask. Me. <laughs> the musicians never know. It's like I, I don't know. Um, it just it's all depends on uh, our touring schedule, which everything else in my life depends on. And um, we're hoping for a, a single, maybe um, fourth quarter this year, late this year, and then an album 
slash or EP first quarter of next year. Awesome. Yeah. Awesome. Exciting stuff for sure. Uh, if you want to plug your website, social media sure. stuff, I know Earl Dibbles has a whole line of awesome yeah. uh, swag that folks can check out. They're connected. So grangersmith.com and we have EarlDibblesJr.com. They're also connected. Uh-huh. Twitter's Granger Smith, Facebook's Granger Smith, and then Facebook and Twitter, Earl Dibbles Jr. Awesome. Awesome. Well, hey, we appreciate you being here Thanks, today, buddy. man. Thank you. And uh, wish you uh, uh, continued success and a great hunting season. Thank you. You too. Well, we will do our damnedest as always. There he goes, Granger Smith, a.k.a. Earl Dibbles Jr. <laughs> what, what a cool treat to have him, them, in studio with us today. Uh, let's knock out a quick break here when we come back. Uh, another special in-studio guest, uh, one who's had to overcome a, a very significant obstacle in his journey as an outdoorsman, Philip Morris, a very passionate bow hunter um, who is actually on the pro staff or field staff of quite a few well-known archery companies, uh, and he's accomplished his goal while being deaf. Uh, so he will be here, and his friend... Uh, Donnie will actually translate for us. So, uh, something new that we've never done, but uh, equally as exciting. We are certainly looking forward to visiting with Philip and hearing his story. Coming up, you're listening to the Lone Star Outdoors Show. There's a smoking pistol at your side, but you swear it's not the one. Where'd you hide the body? Where'd you get the gun? Where'd you hide the body? Where'd you get the gun? Did you know there's a bank that will pay you to be its customer? That's right. Lone Star Ag Credit is a cooperative, and since it's owned by its stockholders, pays millions in dividends each year. That's free money to every borrower. Lone Star Ag Credit serves people all over Northeast Texas, assuring you competitive interest rates on real estate loans, rural home loans, livestock, and farm and ranch loans. Contact Lone Star Ag Credit today at 800-530-1252 or on the web at LoneStarAgCredit.com. Equal housing lender. Whitetail season has come and gone, y'all, but that doesn't mean it's time to stop hunting. Coons Canyon Ranch in Rock Springs, Texas specializes in exotics such as axis deer and black buck. Coons Canyon offers quality animals at a price the working man can afford. Military personnel, police, and firefighters get 10% off the total price. Lodging is available upon request, as are other exotic species. Visit CoonsCanyonRanch.com for your next exotic trophy hunt. That's CoonsCanyonRanch.com. Hey friends, Cable Smith here for DFW Safes. We all know that our guns are a big part of our lives, from grandfather's old 12-gauge to that trusty tack driver of a deer rifle. And DFW Safes is North Texas' premier safe dealer, specializing in rhino, bighorn, huntsman, heritage, and fortress safes, to name a few. They're family-owned and operated and have over 24 years' experience in the safe and installation business. They even have commercial safes for your business and scratch-and-dent safes for the most frugal of gun owners. Visit DFWSafes.com to set up your delivery today. That's DFWSafes.com or call 817-715-1068. 
At LSC Trailer Sales, we offer a full line of utility trailers from small single axle trailers to heavy equipment trailers, ATV trailers, car haulers, landscape trailers, cargo trailers, truck beds, and more. We can special order a custom trailer specific to your needs and have the ability to customize standard models in-house. LSC Trailer Sales is here to assist you with any questions you might have about trailers. Call 940-484-5500 or visit us at lsctrailersales.com. Finally, quality trailers at affordable prices in Dallas-Fort Worth. Hey, y'all, Cable Smith here for Tioga Retrievers. As bird hunters, we expect the most out of our gun dogs, and that's why I sent my sweet girl Belle to Angie and Tim Becker at Tioga Retrievers. Not only were her manners and obedience spot on in the blind and in the field, but Belle picked up over 200 birds in her first season. So whether you want a well-rounded hunting dog or just a well-mannered companion for the home, Tioga Retrievers has you covered. Located in Aubrey, Texas, visit TiogaRetrievers.com. That's T-I-O-G-A Retrievers.com. Hi, I'm Eva Shockey, and thank you for listening to the Lone Star Outdoor Show. Swing low, oh, swing low, swing low, swing low for me tonight. I started drinking much too there's one of my favorites from our buddy Mark David Manders bringing us back on the Lone Star Outdoors show presented by Lone Star Beer and Hoff Power Polaris. I'm Cable Smith, by the way. Thank you so much for being here with me as we're about to hear a truly inspiring tale of one bow hunter's undying passion for the sport and how he overcame a major obstacle to get where he is. Uh, but first, this segment is brought to you by the Dallas Safari Club, the leader in big game conservation, to get involved with this one-of-a-kind organization supporting hunters' rights and conservation. Visit www.biggame.org. Well, like I mentioned, our next guest is about as passionate a bow hunter as you'll find, uh, and he's actually got a friend here with him today, and I'll explain why momentarily. You see, Philip Morris was born deaf, uh, so... Needless to say, uh, he communicates through sign language, and that's why his friend Donnie Atkins is also here with us in studio. So uh, for this interview, we're going to do something we've never done before, and I'm going to ask Philip the questions. Donnie will translate via sign language, and then Philip will sign his answer back, and, and Donnie will speak for Philip. Uh, so without further delay, let's get things going here. Uh, Philip is a passionate bow hunter, shoots competitively, and is actually on the pro staff or field staff of quite a few renowned archery companies uh, like Dirt Nap Gear, Sniper Hog Lights, Big Deal Bowstrings, Boning Archery, Hips Archery Targets, Gecko 360 Outdoors, as well as BroadheadBarn.com. So obviously, Philip is making a name for himself in the archery community. We are thrilled to have him uh, in studio with us and are looking forward to hearing his very inspiring story so philip first of all thank you so much for being here man it's good to be here cable i guess first of all why don't you tell us a little bit about your upbringing as far as when you got into hunting uh and then we'll transition into you know when you flung your first arrow sure sure um uh, my upbringing i was i always wanted to hunt um my parents weren't hunters um my real father's brother him he was he was a hunter but he moved, he lived in Minnesota. So, and, uh, you know, I kept telling my parents, I want to hunt. I want, they kept telling me no, you know? So 
So, I, you know, as time went on, you know, I still had it in the back of my head. So, uh, you know, I played football, semi-pro, and I ruined my shoulder. So, you know, I, I was hurt, so I had no more hobbies. <laughs> so <laughs> I tried golf. Uh, it wasn't too bad, but, you know, that's, there's no excitement for <laughs> yeah. golf for me. Football was better. So the, the thought came back to me about hunting. So I had to find my fit. You know, like the same feeling um, as the adrenaline rush as as football. My first uh, AR, I bought an AR, so I killed my first hog. And ever since then, I, I was addicted. <laughs> awesome. <laughs> and then uh, as time went on, about three years later, I believe around three years, I felt, you know, that feeling again. So I needed more excitement. I wanted to be closer to the animal, more, you know, have something more challenging. Right. Or, you know, and challenge myself as well. So that way I could be, like I said, closer to nature and, and the animal as well. So I figured, you know, when I pick up a bow, so I wasn't sure how my arm was going to work since, you know, I tore up my arm. Uh-huh. So I went to the Cabela's, you know, and tested it out, you know, shot a few, you know, shot a few th- different bows. And, you know, I was at 50 pound. And then after the first shot, I was already hooked. <laughs> you know, <laughs> I looked and I, I found my first, uh, first bow and the next day i found out that tbh online uh-huh. texas bow hunter great I, group yeah i checked that out and i i sound it was interesting so i became a member of the very next day and i picked up on everything i could i learned everything i could that season that was the first season i started you know and i hunted with a bow it was an awesome feeling right on right on yeah i love uh texasbowhunter.com great uh forum and uh, i know we're both members on there but Philip, fast forward to today, and like we said, you're on the field staff or pro staff of quite a few archery-related uh, companies, and I mean, that's got to feel pretty good to be where you're at in the archery community and accomplishing it all uh, while being deaf. Yeah, thanks, Cable. I appreciate uh, those companies giving me the opportunity to represent them. There's not a lot of companies you know, willing to give you the opportunity you know, for people like myself, but uh, I was really impressed with these companies. Mm-hmm. They had open arms, you know, open hearts and, you know, not looking at deaf people and saying, oh, they can't do it. You know, they, you know, the personality and, and everything's well, you know, I'm, I'm very blessed. Very right. Blessed. Um, what's the biggest hurdle that you've had to overcome as a hunter who can't hear? My perspective on this is uh, it's not a, it's not a hurdle. It's not a problem. But it's a challenge. Mm-hmm. And uh, when the animals are coming in, you know, I, I won't be able to hear or know, especially in the ground blinds. Yeah. You know, because it's, you know, just blacked out all the way around you. Yeah. So. <laughs> Vision's limited. Right, right. The vision is very limited. I'm only, you know, I have front and side, but not in the back. So uh, other than that, I think um, the challenge itself, there's no problem. It's just, just a challenge. That's mm-hmm. all. I know that uh, you've never heard a gobbler sound off or songbirds start to sing at the first sign of daylight uh, or a coyote howl. And for me, those are all things that I love about the outdoors, uh, which means, which says to me that your passion must be even that much greater to not be able to experience those things and love it as much as you do. Right, right. Uh, see, you can hear my visions. 
Mm-hmm. And uh, you know, I'm I'm scoping out nature. You know, the food, the birds, of, you know, you know, flying around, the deer or whatever. But you're hearing, you rely on all your life. Me, I rely on my vision all my life. Uh-huh. So actually, you know, I don't feel like I'm missing out. But I'm sure, yes. But hearing it, hearing it would be wonderful. It's probably music to your ears, right? But I imagine your uh, your vision and your smell probably too are way more heightened than the average person. Yeah, it makes up for what I what I can't hear. Uh huh. Awesome. Um, well, I do have to ask since we're talking about it, we're being open here. Uh, do you ever get frustrated or, because you miss an opportunity to kill an animal because you couldn't hear them? Well, you know, okay. Well, not really. Um, I don't feel the frustration. Um, I my perspective as it as part of a hunt, it's 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 hunting. Challenging. Challenging. Yeah. And not expect, you know, you have to, you have to expect stuff like that. If it happens, it happens. Yeah. 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 If it doesn't, then so be it. But just, I'm just, uh, I'm fascinated that you have embraced this and really owned it more than anything else. And, and to not get frustrated. I know me as a person, I get frustrated sometimes pretty easily. Um, and patience isn't always a virtue (laughs) for me. Yeah. I understand that. I understand When, when I was growing up. You know, I was, I have a deaf family. I was born in, from a large deaf family on, on both sides. And um, growing up with the hearing public, you know, I got used to working that out with them, you know, like communicating with them. And so my my patience has, has yeah, gone up a <laughs> whole Yeah. So I apply that patience to hunting. So it, it's a good thing. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Um, now changing gears here, do you shoot competitively? Uh, yeah, I do. I do 3d competitions. Um, actually I started two years ago. Uh, I went one time, you know, and then I have been busy with my ranch and stuff like that. And so I sold the ranch. So now I've become more focused on uh, 3d, you know, off season hunting. And so this year I've taken it more seriously. I've been really enjoying it a lot. So awesome. What? Would you say is your favorite animal to hunt? Oh. <laughs> all of them? Um, hogs. <laughs> hogs. Yeah, hogs. All of them, yes, but uh, <laughs> hogs all year round, yeah. Uh-huh. yeah. And you guys came all the way from Austin this morning. Um, is that where you grew up in the hill country? No, no. I'm from Ohio. Oh, wow. I was born and raised there. And when did you become a Texan? Uh, in 98. Awesome. 1998, been, yeah. been here a while. I've been here ever since, yes, uh-huh. sir. And and you do most of your hunting around the hill country, or do you travel around as well? I travel all around Texas. Uh-huh. Uh, mostly it's central Texas, but I have friends that invite me for access, you know, hog, whatever, whatever it is. What would you say is your greatest achievement or accomplishment as a hunter? And it could be the first hog that you shot or the biggest deer that you shot. What, when you look back on it, what means the most to you? Well, actually, it was a recent. It was recent January. It was very awesome. Um, the property that I was at, it just set up. You know, I set up my blind. I had no idea what was going on. You know, at that place, no idea. So I'm walking in blind <laughs> <laughs> and set a set up blind. No feed feeders, no cameras, nothing. But I knew there was a, there was a good buck there. I knew it. So the first day. I was a little bit, yeah, you know, not sure. I didn't, it didn't work out with the stand as much as I wanted it to. But 
The second day was eh, the third day. I moved, I set up a ground blind, set that all up. It was it was perfect. I sat there, you know, my usual texting on the phone, you know, <laughs> right. TBH life, you know, <laughs> the hunter, you know. So I saw two doe. I'm like, ah, you know, two doe. Just checking them out, and then I looked up. Oh my god, it was a big buck. To for me, that was the that was a trophy for me. Sure, sure. Wow, and I was just I was shocked for a second. Then I had to like cool down, focus. You know, not thinking about the buck, thinking about the aim. So I picked up my bow, and you know, as time went on, I pulled back, looked at, you know, one spot I was looking at, that one piece of hair that was right there. And then the, when the f- feeling was right, I let go. I thought for sure I, I did miss, but I didn't know what was going on. Everything happened so fast. Yeah. You know? And after I shot it, so. So I waited about 20 minutes, you know, I looked through the camera, you know, I reviewed everything and I went out, I looked, I found my arrow, all of it was red. So I was like, <laughs> yes, I knew I hit, I hit it. So, so I was walking around for about 30 yards or so. And there he was, awesome. uh, 140 inch cl- uh, class. Wow. Eight point, 10 point, 12 point. Whoa. That's a great buck. Yeah. yeah. Suburban. Oh, that's really cool right outside of my uh where i live so like about five minutes from the city oh. yeah in round rock so even better yeah the hill country has such a uh, high deer density i think we're gonna see more urban hunting opportunities um, right. so uh philip you're starting to become very well known um in the archery circle uh what is your main goal as a deaf bow hunter well i'm hoping to change the perspective of how uh, some of the other hunters and their thought process and um, some people have a different you know thought about how deaf people what they can or what they can't hunt you know what can they do you know if they can or not so if uh, i'm first on the scene a lot of people had that same thought you know how can he hear you know, how, you know, how can he hunt? You know, I feel like it was my job to get in there and explain everything. You know, we're the same. We, we see, you know, we try to you know, try to make them understand, you know, how the deaf population, you know, how we, how we run, you know, how we do it and hunt and everything else. So. Well, you're truly an inspiration. Uh, you've taken being deaf and embraced it head on. Ultimately, you've defeated it. Uh, you just look at it as a challenge, which I can't, I can't right. honestly say that, uh, it's quite an accomplishment. Thank you very much. Cable. I appreciate that. If folks want to follow along in your adventures, uh, best way to do that is, is Facebook. Uh, yeah, you can get me at Facebook or my page or, um, Instagram, Twitter, the different, all the uh, social media. So. All social and then of course media, right. the green screen, <laughs> YouTube, yeah. Yeah, you can see a few of those and, uh-huh awesome and and you filmed your you film your hunt yourself yeah solo oh let's see i've never even been i've never filmed solo filmed a hunt before so that's uh that's even it's very difficult yeah. it's challenging you add another element of difficulty uh that's that's right that's well, right so that's that's what i like about you know the, the more challenging the more fun the more rewarding it is yeah well it's been a real treat having you having you here in studio with us today my friend Uh, I really appreciate you having me here as well.
and uh, we look forward to uh, to following along and and hopefully uh, you even get a bigger buck this year. Oh, me too, <laughs> me too. And and Donnie, we we certainly do appreciate you being here today uh, with Philip and and translating for us. No problem. Thank you for having me. All right, all right. There they go, Philip Morris and his buddy Donnie Atkins. Uh, here translating for him. We certainly do appreciate them driving all the way from Austin, a three-hour trek just to be here in studio with us today. So we thank them again for being here. Um, Unfortunately, we've got to get out of here. We are flat out of time for today. Uh, So we want to thank our other guests as well, Granger Smith and Earl Dibbles Jr. (laughs) It's a real treat to have them in studio. Uh, Also, you can't beat talking crappie with Paulo Beer. We appreciate his contribution to the program. Thanks to all of our sponsors for making this show possible. We couldn't do it without their support. Uh, thanks to you, the listener, for being a part of the Lone Star Outdoors show. Until next time, I'm Cable Smith saying y'all have a great week in the outdoors. Just as free. If you're in the market for a compact track loader, then check out the Bobcat Advantage, where Bobcat track loaders squared off against other brands in a variety of tests and challenges. Whether you're looking for performance advantages, uptime protection, or quality design, Bobcat compact track loaders are the best-built machines in the industry. But don't take our word for it. Watch the videos at BobcatAdvantage.com or see Bobcat machines in person at Bobcat of Dallas-Lewisville, Bobcat of Fort Worth, and Bobcat of Longview. Visit BobcatOfDallas.com or call 469-586-0000 today.